With the release of Rails 5, one of the most hyped new features is Action Cable. Action Cable is simply put a publish and subscribe service like Faye that can be mounted directly into your application. Because of this, Action Cable will get its own environment using Event Machine and Celluloid, which will require a thread application server. For each instance of your application server that is spun up in production, you will essentially also spin up more cable servers. This video will cover the basics of Action Cable's configuration, and we will dive into deeper and more complex scenarios in later videos, like extracting Action Cable to exist on its own instead of being mounted within your Rails application, using Action Cable with authentication implementations like Devise, and more complex types of PubSub scenarios. Action Cable does require the Redis server for sending out the published messages to the subscribers. So to get started, if you're on a Mac, we'll install Redis using Homebrew. And then you can start your Redis service just by typing brew services start Redis. So by default, Action Cable will mount under the slash cable. And if you want to change this, then within your configuration file for your development environment or your production, you can simply type config.actioncable.mountpath and set this to whatever you want your mount path to be. And then with your application layout file, you can create this helper called Action Cable Meta Tag, which will create a meta tag and set a content attribute equals to the mount URL that you specified earlier. And do take note that we are including this before we do our JavaScript include tag. And then within the cable.js file, you want to pass in a parameter to the consumer, and this will by default be set to cable. However, if you are wanting to use your own mount point, then we can reference that meta tag that we set earlier. So within our application, we have this chat action, and it's tied to a message model where a user can enter in their name and then a message, and then we would want that broadcasted out to everyone who is on this chat channel so they can see the message instantaneous. So within our console, we'll want to create a generator called channel, and then we'll call this chat. If you have several actions like speak or whatever else that you have for a channel, you can enter that in here. But for our case, what we'll want to do is once a message has successfully been saved, we would then want to broadcast that message. And you'll see that this will create two files, one in the app channels, and it's called chat channel, and this will be your server-side processing for your channel. And then another file is created under app assets javascripts channels, and it's called our channels.coffee. And this will contain the functions for our client-facing part of the channel. So within our chat view, we'll just take a look at this form here. We are creating a new message, and then we are calling remote tool on this, and this will make an Ajax post back to our application with our form field values. So we are taking in a user and a content, which is going to be the message. And then under our app channels, chat channel, we'll set the subscribe method to stream from and then chat. So whenever a user is subscribed to the chat channel, it will then be a listener for any kind of publishes to that channel, in our case, a new message. So then in our messages controller, we're creating a new message off the parameters that we got from our form. 
And then we're calling action cable server broadcast. And then we're passing in a hash with a message. And then we're calling messages controller.render. And check out episode 36 on more information about how to use the render. But in our case, we're rendering out the partial message, passing in the locales message. And then we're setting it to our message that we just created. And I do like calling squish, so we'll take our rendered object and push it all into one line, removing any new line characters. And that action cable server broadcast will then call a received function. And this will take in the data hash that we just created. And then we will add to our messages. We'll prepend so it'll add to the top of this div, the data message. So I have two browsers open and I'll send a first message on the first window. And this will be broadcasted to all subscribers of the chat channel. The user can reply and you'll see that it appends it as it should. So I don't like really creating a mess in my controllers by sending the broadcast here. So I'll comment this out and I would much rather create a after commit callback within our model to then send to a background job to render the message and broadcast it out. So within our message model, I can make a after create commit callback that will then broadcast out the message. However, this could still create a delay to the user depending on what's being rendered and what's being broadcasted. So I actually want to move this to a background job. So we can still use the after create commit callback. However, this time we're going to just create a message broadcaster job that's going to then perform later the actual broadcasting of the message. So we can create this message broadcaster just in your console by typing rails generate job and then pass in the message broadcast. And then if we go to our job, the perform later will call the perform method. And then you'll see that we're still calling our action cable server broadcast, passing in our channel, and then we're passing in the hash. And then we're creating a render message private method here. And this will actually do the rendering of the partial. And then we'll turn it back to our perform method. And then that will be broadcasted out. We can then create our third message, then broadcast this out, and you'll see that the broadcast still works, but now it's in a delayed job. Our next episode is going to cover a bit more complicated action cables, where we have two users, and they can vote and see real time what each other are voting for. And as they are voting, they'll see the bootstrap progress bars automatically update. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you for watching.